Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Um, nice to see you. Welcome back. And um, we are here today for the Affidavits 101, Step 5. Um, James is with us uh, to take you through that step. Let me go ahead and pull him in to the stream, and we will get started. All right, so James is here with us. Um, hey, James. Hey, Okay, so some semi-sad news. Uh, Crash can't make it today, so we're gonna, we're going to be missing her. But um, we are uh, have the wonderful common law affidavit brain on James that's going to uh, take us through step five. And um, we uh, also have discussed that sometime in September uh, we are going to start workshops, right? Yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do, sweet and simple, we're both talkers. We're all talkers, as you know. So our, our broadcast run long, but we're going to try and keep it simple and try and keep it, you know, just concise to filling out those affidavits and so forth and so on on screen so everyone can see what's happening to make it real simple for people. And of course, questions because everyone will have a different situation. So, so sure. we're excited for that. Um, all right. So, um, did you have a good week, James? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, two weeks. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. I've been doing some traveling for work. So I, I apologize everybody. We haven't gotten together uh, recently. So that's my, my fault. But, uh, if I could with that, uh, with those workshops, I'd just say if, if any of you have, uh, specific situations that you'd like to have some help with, cause these affidavits, um, I was talking earlier today with a friend and, you know, these affidavits, they're not just, it's not just a one size fits all. Um, you really have to customize it to your scenario and your situation. But what, what I'm hoping to, to teach people is that if you word these affidavits in a way, um, it's going to be impossible for the other individual that you're addressing this to, to rebut. I mean, it's one thing to say, Hey, you did this to me. It's like, hey, Justice, you, you punched me in the face. And then you can come back and say, no, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, now you're going back and forth. It's like the it's like the little kids in the schoolyard. Right. But it's different if you answer, if, if you don't come out and say this, but if you say, hey, Justice, um, where where's the contract that gives you the authority to punch me in the face? <laughs> I require that contract. Produce that contract for me. And that's that's the language we want to try and, and right. try and teach. Crafty, crafty, crafty. Yes. All right. So um, I hope you guys are learning more and more each week. And uh, let me get the comments up here. I have state is with us. Nice to see you. Where are you from? I have state. Let us know. You always have so much to say and share. Let us know what part of the world you're joining us from. All right. I'm going to put up our step five. So website is affidavits with an S, A-F-F-I-D-A-V. ITS affidavits101.com. All of your steps will be on here. Um, let me try to uh, zoom in here. I got a different keyboard today. So I'll have to figure out how to zoom that in. I had to switch computers as if uh, Nebraska, corn country. It's a very long state. I've driven through it. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in Nebraska? We're still in Nebraska? It takes you four days to drive through that state, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, uh, very long state going across the um, All right, give me a minute to get this zoomed in. Um, but step five is filing a criminal complaint. I'm going to hand it over to James while I figure out how to zoom this in for you guys. I had to get a new computer along with new modem, as you noticed, we were having some technical trouble. So 
I had to, um, went from Mac to PC. So I'm going to adapt to my son's keyboard here and see how to zoom. Um, yeah. Okay. So step five. So let's just do a quick recap. Um, the last time we got together, we talked about step four, which was filing a criminal complaint. Um, and, and really guys just, th th this is a process. And, and the reason why we take these steps is at the end of the day, we really don't want to take this all the way to court if we don't have to. The problem is, is our justice system has been hijacked by a corrupt organization and they have made it exceptionally cost prohibitive for the average man or woman to, to seek justice, to seek a redress for their grievance. Um, and so these, this process we're teaching here, this, this puts the power uh, of that process back into your hands and that you, you don't, I mean, this entire process will cost from start to finish, whether you go from, uh, from the affidavit all the way through to the criminal complaint, you're looking at less than $600. And that's, that's mailing and everything. And, and I'm here to tell you that if, if you had a problem and you ran out to hire an attorney, that, that's, a, that's on the low end. Mm. I mean, if you're going to find a good attorney, it's going to cost you at least double that, sometimes more. And that's just the retainer fee of it too. So, so I always say make sure you have your end game. You know, what's your, what's your end goal with this? Um, is this a public servant that is, that is violating your rights? Is this a, a town or a, a, a borough or wherever it is that you live? that is imposing corporate statutes on you. Um, if that's the case, then that's what this process is for. So uh, so step five is filing a federal claim. So this is where we, where we take it up a notch um, and where we, uh, where we file in federal court our claim. So I need to back out a little bit. Um, we don't have it on the site here yet because this is where things get really crazy. But essentially what this does is now you're going to the courts. You're filing a claim in the federal court and you're addressing in this claim that's ultimately going to get served on the offending party. So the, the, the men or women that you've sent your affidavits to previously are going to they're going to be served this claim. This, yes, excuse me, this claim. Um, so this claim is worded in a way that it looks like it's a legal document because it is. However, we're, we're, we're removing certain terms that implies you are choosing to operate under specific status. If you guys remember previously in some of our lessons, we talked about status and, and everything in life is about status, where you are and where you choose to be. Um, and that's how these, these counties and towns or cities or boroughs or, or where townships, wherever it is that you live, this is how they claim that their statutes and their codes apply to you is because you choose for the, really at the end of the day, you just choose to, to accept that. Um, some of you might be fans of, of Crow triple seven radio. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that justice, but, um, no. Um, he's, he's an interesting guy. He's got a lot of really good stuff on his uh, podcast. 
talks a lot about the law, um, common law situations, and he says something that's true. He says, we, we as men and women need to realize that every day that we wake up and we go out into the world, everything is an offer. So everything that, that is, is given to us or, or is offered to us is an offer. We can choose either to accept that offer or not to accept that offer. Right. Um, and, and that's that's the whole purpose of all of this. And so if if you are choosing to accept that status, well, then you're, you're choosing to, to live with the uh, um, ramifications of that. And that means you're subject to codes, ordinances, rules, regulations, things that just make our lives difficult. Uh, we weren't sent to this, this great planet to, to live a very difficult life. I mean, mm-hmm. We were sent here for, for a purpose, and, and everyone to each their own has that, that purpose. So so what I'm talking about here with step five, when we get, when we get to this point, you, you've exhausted all other efforts. You've done everything you can, and now you've got to take it to that next level, and, and this is that next level. This is what's going to get a response of some kind. Um, so, so under step one, um, I'm trying to figure out how to zoom this, guys. I'm sorry. I am actually pretty technical, but for some reason, I'm always having technical <laughs> issues on this um, broadcast. So, number one, just in case you can't see it, and I'll click on the link, is file a federal. James, can you see it? It's pretty. Is it difficult? Yeah, yeah. I've actually got to pull it. It's file a federal claim. Oh, U.S. District Court. Okay. And then uh, there's a link there where you can find your local court. There Look, looks like you got a spelling uh, misspelling there. Oh, um, so the link here is to uscourts.gov, and so keep in mind, guys, this this is the link to federal court because we're we're making the assumption that the issue you're having is with one of your state elected representatives or a, a local city or county that you live in. Um, there, there's a little trick to this that if you have a problem with somebody in your city or your county. You want to take that to federal court um, because federal courts, they love to tell the states what to do and vice versa. Now, if you've got a federal problem, like a federal tax problem or something of those lines, you want to file that case in a state court because the states are going to be more apt to to be on your side as far as that goes. So, um, But, yeah, as you can see here, this is where you go. You would just type in your address, your zip code. Um, so, for example, here where we are in Utah, if you type in 84115, just to show what it would pull up, it's going to show um, our local court here, which is the U- uh, District of Utah. There it is right there, Utah District Court. So, um, <clears throat> But no matter where you are in the country, you can come to this website. Some states have multiple districts, like California, Texas. Uh, they have multiple districts just because of the size and scope of those states. Um, some states are covered by uh, – some courts cover multiple states. So it's important that uh, wherever you are just to come here and find this. Now, the next step that you're going to do from here – and I'm going to give the template um, to, um, to Justice so she can put up on the website. But you're going to file a very specific claim. Um, again, we're, we're talking about – men and women who are depriving you of your constitutionally secured rights under the color of law. And so that claim is actually filed under a what's called a United States Title 42, Section 1983, Deprivation of Rights lawsuit. This is actually legislation that was passed by our federal government that allowed us, men and women, to seek um, redress for 
scenarios where men and other men and women are denying us of our constitutionally secure rights. And that's what this claim does. So when when we get a chance to go over this claim, which I'm hoping to do in one of these workshops, you'll see that there's very specific key terms that we've taken out. That's the standard terminology with any lawsuit. So if you've ever been involved in a lawsuit, you're going to hear terms like plaintiff. You're going to hear terms like um, uh, defendant. Um, you might even hear pro se. Those are all um, statuses that, that quite frankly, don't benefit us as, as men and women. Again, like we talked about before, everything in the justice system, in the courts, revolve around a status. And if, and if the judge or the opposing attorney can get you to agree to accept a lower status, then they've got you. And that's not a, that's not a place that we want to be. Um, so we absolutely want to avoid that at all costs, which is why we go this route. So, um, yeah, that's a great question. Quo Warento. Um, you know, I have state, I have seen a number of these Quo Warento actions filed. Um, I haven't seen any of them, any success from any of them as of yet. I know there was one filed here in, in Utah, there was one filed in Arizona, there was, there was some filed in Texas. Um, I haven't seen any success from that, so I, I couldn't give you an answer one way or the other. So, um, great question though, uh, as far as that goes. So, um, let's see, where do we end off? Uh, oh, you're on mute, Justice. What is a quote warrento for those of us who um, <laughs> it's, it's a very technical legal term. Um, let me give you the, the, the actual definition of it. It's, um, so here's the legal definition of it. It's a writ or legal action requiring a person to show by what warrant an office or franchise is held, claimed or exercised. So what that means in legal terms is, um, you're, you're really demanding to know by what authority or what right they have to do what they're doing. So it's kind of like, um, great. I don't know, it's kind of like, like asking for the lineage of, of that, of that man or woman. So, right. Great. Good. So it's, it's a good starting place for sure. Um, the struggle I have though, is I just haven't seen the success there with it because we got to remember how, how deep and how corrupt this system is. They're not going to let go of this overnight, right? which is why it's going to be a process. But this, this, this is why I'm so passionate about teaching this is because this is how we as, as men and women can reclaim this, this authority that really is ours. I mean, again, these, these people that are in these public service positions, they get their power and authority from the consent of us. But they've forgotten that. They've tried to, to, to rule over us with an iron fist. And as long as I've been an American, that's not going to fly well with, with anyone. So yeah. He said, I get it. I teach too, sir. Yes, you seem very knowledgeable. Um, are you, do you teach law or common law? What are you teaching, I have State? You definitely... Yeah, know what you're talking about. So let it fill us in on what you do. Um, 
We're always happy to compile knowledge, that's for sure. Okay, so moving to the next step. So there's two ways to file. Are we are we to that yet? Because you were just talking about the template, right? So yeah, so we're talking about the template. So we, we want the first thing you want to do is you need to write out your claim. And again, I'll give you the template. It's it's I, I, again, this is not a one size fits all. You're going to have to read through every single thing, see if it uh, see if it applies to your situation. Um, but the template again is is a way to at least get your thoughts on paper. Um, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, remember we're working in a very corrupt organization, and so you do have to play a little bit into that world. Um, you'll see that um, when I um, when I fill out this this claim, I mention a lot of, you know, I mention a lot of case law. I mention a lot of laws as well, as well as, um, as much as it pains me to say this, uh, federal rules of civil procedure, as well as criminal procedure. Um, those rules were written by the Bar Association, and they've um, been by decree from the Supreme Court. Uh, they've been... Um, um, adopted into our court process and as much as I don't like working with those unfortunately we don't really have any way around it yet so yes I have state um, uh, legal maxims is another big one you're absolutely correct because maxims lead to uh, to all law um, so and again maxims are just like we talked about before right that's common sense it's just common flipping sense but that's what's clearly missing in our society today is Decisions are being made and common sense is nowhere to be found. Um, it doesn't make any sense to anybody who has a brain in their head. So, um, okay. so once you get that claim, we're just going to pretend for a moment you have your claim all written up. Now what do you do? Well, now what you got to do is you got to file that case. There's two ways you can do this. Um, the best way to do it is actually to just go, go down to your court in person. Um, I know here in Utah, our, our courthouse, uh, we walk in and you go through a metal detector um, you have to put your phone, they make you lock your phone up. You can't take your phone in with you. Um, and then the court clerk's office is just right there. You walk in, you hand them the paperwork, you pay the fee. So about $408. Um, and then they, they will give you a case number. Um, and then they're supposed to give you a summons. So they, they didn't do this when I originally filed, they never gave us our summons, but, um, we ended up getting it later, but you're going to need a summons for every, individual every man or woman that you are serving your claim to so if you have eight defendants you need a separate summons for each one of those defendants they each have to be served and the reason for that is if you remember we go back to the jurisdiction the federal court still has to has to um, impose or excuse me they have to gain uh, personal jurisdiction and subject matter jurisdiction over this man or woman that you're serving and the way that they're given that personal jurisdiction is through the process of service, which is what we talked about. Um, and that's where on line item number five there, uh, you need to have that claim and your summons served to those opposing individuals. Uh, depends on the process service company you use. Some are expensive, some are inexpensive. You can just do a quick, uh, a quick Google, set, Google search and you can find them. So at that point in time, they've been served. Now, I don't know what it is. I believe it's the same in all federal courts. Uh, that summons says that they have to file a response with the court within 21 days. So that's the that's the first way to file if you file in person. The second way is you can file electronically. Um, I tried to do this 
for a case I was using and they wouldn't let me because I was party to the case. From my understanding, the electronic version is if it's primarily set up for um, uh, attorneys and, and lawyers, as I call them. Um, so there is a way you can register for an account and, and you can still do things electronically after you've already filed. There is a motion that these um, uh, these federal courts have where you can file with the court to be able to get notices electronically like through email. Uh, so you don't have to go back and forth to the courthouse because that can absolutely get tiring real quick. So. And there's the, the link. Yeah. So you can double check there. I tried to do it and it wouldn't let me, but you never know. It just, it, it could be because they figure I'm close enough to the courthouse. I can just go. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. So. Okay. Well, so, we, have, we have our chat if you run into issues and you need help or questions with those things. So don't forget the telegram group. Yeah, correct. Um, <clears throat> So that is the way to get it filed. Now, the next step from there is, is you, you wait. So after it's been filed, they, they have to respond to your, your claim within 21 days. And this is where any one of a number of different things can happen. Um, I, I, can just, I can tell you uh, on a case that I recently filed, um, <clears throat> it was served on the individuals on July the 16th. And so they had 21 days to respond. We got, I was expecting some type of a motion. Usually the first thing that'll happen when, it, when a lawsuit is filed, the opposing party looks to have the case dismissed. And they're looking for technicalities. This is where those technicalities come into play. So it's kind of small on the screen there, but you can see any number of these things could be like a motion to dismiss, a motion for summary judgment, um, a motion for an extension of time, a motion for uh, clarification. I mean, there's any number of motions that these these opposing attorneys can file. Um, <clears throat> one thing I want to um, one thing I want to point out to everybody: the minute you get anything from the opposing party's attorney, and if it doesn't have your opposing party's signature on the line, so you're oftentimes you will see. Um, um, good question. I have state. We'll get to that here in just a second. So, um, quite often you will see when you file your claim, a response will be filed with the court and it'll be typed up by an attorney and it'll say, I'm the attorney that represents such and such and so and so. Um, and I'm, and I'm motioning court to do this, this, and this signed by this attorney. Well, here's the problem with that as, as a man or as a woman, when you bring a claim against another man or a woman, that man or woman must respond to that claim. No other man or woman can enforce your rights. So that's the game that they're playing in when they go to these courts. So what do we do when, when another attorney gets involved? Well, if you remember back earlier in our steps, we're going to file a bar grievance. So if you go back up here to, um, I believe it's step number three. If you get a response, there's, there's a click here. That talks about what to do if you get a response. Well, we, we file a bar grievance. So one of the things we do to really make these, these attorneys' lives difficult is we file bar grievances early, and we file them often, about once every 30 days. So that's not going to sit well with these attorneys um, because every time they get a bar grievance filed against them, they have to report that to their insurance company. And if their insurance company sees that they're getting multiple bar grievances, well, that's, that's a liability. Insurance companies don't like to fund liability. 
they want to be they want to be rid of that as quickly as they can. So, so that's typically what would happen after your claim has been served. Um, I will tell you on our situation, uh, we filed the, the, the suit. Um, it was served on the 16th of, Ju of July. We got a response towards the end of July and the response was a motion for an extension to respond. So, um, so because we hit them so hard with this claim and you guys will see when, when we're able to post this claim, um, You'll, you'll understand why it, it's difficult for, for people to respond to this. But we put specifically in our in our facts that, hey, we sent briefs. We sent affidavits. These affidavits went unrebutted. We sent notices of claim. These notices of claim went unrebutted. The facts of this case were established here. This man or this woman denied me these rights under the color of law because they thought that they had the, they thought they had the legal right to do so. And they don't. And we're pointing that out. So you're really backing, you're backing this man or this woman, or, or even these, these men or women, if there's multiple people into a corner. So it's it's unlikely you're going to see a situation where they're going to file what's called an answer. When they file an answer with the court, um, now you're at what's called, a, you're at odds. And now it's a whole nother issue. Um, but it's very unlikely that happens because you've already done your you've done your, your legwork ahead of time. It's like I say, we're building a house here, right? And our affidavits are the foundation, the criminal complaints are the, are the main floor um, and the walls. And then this this claim here is just this is the roof on top. So. Um, so this this is this is what we're doing and this is why we do it in this, this method to make it very difficult for these people to respond to you. Um, but in our case, uh, we, we actually threw them a curveball. <laughs> so we, we had sent a, our original complaint. They received that. They, they replied back to the court and asked for an extension of time, um, which we, we couldn't oppose. The, they, they can get one extension of time for 14 days. So that 14 days put them, puts them on August the 20th. So a week from this Friday. They have to have a response filed. Well, we threw them a curveball. We sent them an amended complaint. Our original complaint was 36 pages long. Our amended complaint, we threw in all of our affidavits that we had in there, um, and it was over 200 pages. Wow. So now, not only That's did they have a difference. Well, not only did they burn the the the, the extension of time card, they've they've got to file a response with us by August the 20th. And they have to rebut every single thing in those 200 pages if they're going to try and defend this in court. So the way I see this playing out, wow. one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to call us and, and work out a settlement or they're going to play the stupid card, which would be really bad for them. They're going to ignore this and not file a response, which at that point we file a motion for a default judgment. And since we are, even though this is a civil case, we are accusing these men and women of federal crimes. And as you guys know, it's the same thing in an affidavit, but it's even worse if you do this in a court action. If you don't rebut that court action, everything in that court action is tacitly agreed to. Meaning if we accuse them of these federal crimes, these are felonies. These men and women who are in office are now felons. Well, so, so many of us see that 
So, so James, just to try to stay focused on the lesson, the motion of default judgment, where does that lie within our steps? Uh, we don't have that on here yet because, again, once you get to step five, there's about 500 different things that can happen. Okay, so that's next. <laughs> yes. So that's one of the things that, that, that we'll, we would do that. So, um, yeah, and, 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 and I have stated, you're, you're hitting this all right on the head. So you, you said how many successes? Well, this, this is one we're going to see. It's a, it's a massive one. Um, I, there's, there's no way that, this, that these offending parties can get out of this unscathed. There just isn't. There's, there's punitive damages. There's, um, th there's crimes that we're, that we're accusing them of committing. If they don't file a response, like I mentioned, we're going to file for a default judgment as well as um, pursuant to uh, federal rules of criminal procedure number four, we're going to ask that the judge issue an arrest warrant because this is probable cause. These men and women have tacitly agreed to these crimes by not rebutting them. Okay. So they've, they've confessed. So that's that's going to be, and that's going to be a massive success. Um, Great. So that'll be, that'll be next, I guess, right? That's the next step, yeah. So you guys, hopefully by the next time we talk, I'll be able to let you guys know that, hey, we've, we've either settled this case or we've, we've won it, so. Okay. Um, this, this is how this is how the the little the little guys like us how we can affect change in wherever we live. Okay, let's do a quick review. Um, step five, real quick. So you get you're going to file a federal claim now. Um, we will have the template for you. It'll be available on the website. It will be available in the Telegram feed also. Mm -hmm. We'll get it there. The link below is where you would go to find out uh, what court you're going to file in. We click that. You put your zip code in. takes you there. gives you the address, right? The name and the address mm -hmm. of the court. Um, fill out the claim, which is the template, which will be this. These two links take you to the two different ways to file. One is in person. One is electronically. They both take you to the same page where it's both listed what to do, the steps for filing in person, the steps for filing electronically with the links and the information also. After that, so now what I didn't add here is we're just taking it for granted, but I do need to add, you're going to send anything by mail um, where you get a receipt, a signature, return receipt or registered mail, certified or registered, right? Always. Mm -hmm. and, you yeah. always and you always make a copy for yourself and who you're sending it to. Um, and then you're going to wait 21 days and then, which is right about where you are, right, James, with your case. You Correct. Yeah, we're, we're right in the middle of that process right now. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So, so any questions about any of that before, um, we chit chat and move on No. Okay. All right. So that was a simple, a simple one for step five. It's basically getting the paperwork. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And keep a copy. Yeah. Good, good point. Keep a copy of your original. Yep. So, all right. So uh, is there any questions about anything up to this point? Um, I know we have a few, you've been getting a few questions in the telegram chat. I know there's a young lady in there that's actually going through this process, right? So, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, if there's anything else or any questions you guys want, it's, it's kind of a shorter lesson today because it's pretty short and sweet. I mean, realistically, when you get to this point, it's not simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it took me just to write the original claim. It took me probably five or six days working with um, one of my close friends who's actually really built the majority of this case up. So uh, between me and her, it, it took us probably about six or seven days to get this thing polished up and, and submitted. And we submitted it and then we realized, hey, we forgot this or we knew we wanted to do this. So we had to amend our complaint, mm. um, which is good because the amended complaint, there's just, I mean, I, I took in a stack of papers this thick to the court. I mean, they were double-sided. <laughs> so, so I could have printed them just single and it would have been like this thick. I mean, that's, you, you can imagine what that what what that does to these these court these court recorders when they're when they're scanning all this documentation in to put this and so but I, I'm going to tell you guys that when when we do get this win which we will get this win that this is going to become public knowledge and and this this goes on the public record and, and that's not something that these guys want to get out into the public. This is exciting. So um, I have state from Nebraska says, as James mentioned, keep your original paperwork. Um, they, they get the copy. So keep your original, send them the copy. And then you are the government. Here, I'll just pop this up here. You are the government. It's business requires working in comedy with the system. Mm -hmm. okay. You're right. So yeah, you're right. Because we the people are the government, right? And... We just got to go back to the basics. Read the Declaration of Independence. Read the Constitution. It's like we, the people. I mean, the preamble to the Constitution is 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 really some of the greatest. It's the greatest mission statement on the planet. Yeah. You know, a, we actually have a Constitution uh, 101 um, um, channel or grouping of videos on the Crashing Justice YouTube site, and this is just a uh, a re a re copy from the Hillsdale College. Mm -hmm. Their course, it's simple. Each one is up there. You can listen to it while you're driving. Um, great information. Some people yeah. have trouble reading. So if you find you can't sit down and read the Constitution, pop on one of those videos. Start with number one, go through them. Hillsdale, uh, he's addressing a bunch of a, a group of, of students at the college. It's a very candid, you know, session so it's it's good information that he explains and it's good to listen to so yeah he'll sell great and, and i would also throw in their prager universities mm -hmm. really so yeah yeah okay okay um so let's say that's good so that was a quick one Short and sweet to the point today, guys. Unless yeah, there's any yeah. questions, we really don't have anything else to cover. But uh, I'm really looking forward to work, doing some workshops. And I want to have, like I said, I, I want to be able to share some successes. And we'll share the biggest success hopefully the next time we, we, we meet. So, Yeah, we're actually gonna, going to put some cases. We're going to put a section up on the website to highlight those things. And I think we're going to pull in some things. You know, even from like, you know, Christopher James and um, mm -hmm. Alphonse Fagioli and Fagiola. Uh, Fagioli, yeah. It's kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of a hard it's name to Italian. say. It's Italian New Jersey. It's going to be Fagioli. So, Fagioli. Yep. Um, so we're going to do that just because it, I think it'll give people a little confidence knowing that, you know, how this yeah, And I agree. I agree. I mean, and I, I can share some some small successes. I mean, we've had. Um, we've been just using just the affidavits to see some some successes. There was a young woman 
uh, that you know, uh, I won't share her name, but um, her situation was she was being charged on a frivolous charge. I mean, again, it's the whole masking thing, right? I mean, forcing masks on people. Anyway, she was she was being charged with a frivolous charge, and so um, we advised I advised her send in some affidavits. Uh, sent in a bar grievance against this attorney. So she did that. And lo and behold, that attorney that brought the action against her has disappeared. Mm -hmm. That attorney is nowhere to be found. There's a new attorney who's decided to poke his head into it. So I said, guess what? Welcome to the party. Send <laughs> him an affidavit. And I mean, we're just, we're just going to keep racking this stuff up and, and until they either a go away and realize you're too much of a problem or we, we take them to federal court. And at which point there will be some significant monetary damages right. in our favor. So right. it's playing their game. Correct. But with but well, with not, but recognized common law, you know, uh, part particles in there, and it just makes it difficult for them because they don't want to recognize it. But it is recognized in the court system, and it just makes it a beautiful thing. Well, well you guys have to understand and, and realize there is a reason why anytime you have any legal action, they always want you to accept some type of a status um this this woman when she called into the court that she was speaking with somebody and, and this attorney and he says do you waive your right to an attorney do you waive your right to an attorney and she kept saying no i am myself i am myself i i don't need to waive it and she says i don't waive any of my rights ever right which we should say right and we need to make that very clear right but th this it's these little these little twists of wordplay here that these individuals trick us into unknowingly giving up our, our waiving our rights so that, that now we're being subjected to them. And now we've tacitly agreed. I mean, it's, it's criminal what, what it is. It's, it's, it's a massive extortion and fraud scheme that nobody is paying any attention to. Um, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this. I work with law enforcement for my day job. I love law enforcement. And in my opinion, these men and women in law enforcement are, are unnecessarily being put in harm's way because they're being asked to do things over code violations. Let's chat. Let's chat about this real quick. The black ink mm -hmm. and a seal. So um, why use black ink? Number one. And I even have a seal. Are you talking about a family seal, a crest as in, state national or common law or just you know that's that's a common thing for for state nationals and um and, and um and folks of that that world i i'll just tell you guys right now it doesn't matter what color of ink you use um black ink blue ink purple ink i mean they, they all say you know like purple signifies royalty red signifies signifies like the living man or something that new um yeah, like the seal is red, your office or state. Um, again, we, we have to remember, who, who are we playing against? Right. These people aren't going to care about that stuff. Right, right. They don't recognize that. I'm going to throw it right back in your face, and it's not the time or the place to have that, that argument. I'm not saying it's not valid, because it is. Uh, we do need to reassert our authority. Uh, one thing that I will make very clear, and one thing I make very clear in my paperwork that I filed with the court, is that I want to I let them know, number one, I am not a U.S. citizen. However, I am a constitutional citizen, and I am a constitutional um, uh, man or woman, and I make that very, very clear. So 
you want to you want to make sure that they understand that you are not a statutory citizen you are a constitutional citizen because a statutory citizen is that that's that that terminology that they want to throw us under so that they can gain jurisdiction it all comes down to jurisdiction mm -hmm. if that judge has jurisdiction over you then they can railroad you and they can do whatever they want they can extort all kinds of money from you throw you in jail to get even more money because again everything revolves around money as disgusting as that is is, is the truth Right. And, and yeah, and I mean, this, I think the reason um, I say to saying American, the reason for the man or the woman is because they've played so much trickery mm -hmm. and there's no way to just like you can't patent a leaf outside. You're a you're a man, living, breathing man or woman, and there's no way to alter or create games and trickery with that. Avoids S word. Mar oh, OK, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I know exactly what what they're talking about—the avoid s word. So, uh, and you're right. I mean, and this this is the thing too is is not 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 to keep beating a dead horse here, but these affidavits made no mention of that stuff whatsoever. Um, and the, and this young woman I was talking about when she filed these affidavits, this letter she got back from this new attorney who decided to join the party, he was throwing that that word out there all the time. These nationals, these state nationals, these whatever you want to call them, these sovereign citizens. I think he used that one. We never even mentioned that word once in our paperwork. He just took it upon himself to throw it out there say, well, that's what you are. Because only those people do this kind of stuff. It's like, no, it's because we understand the right lawful process, whereas you are trying to throw us into a legal process, which we have no business being a part of, nor do we want to be a part of. And you realize that we now have the power and you don't. Right. It's because you have a fancy title either before or after your name means nothing to me. Right. Yeah. But yes. this is how that's, we all feel right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best comment of the day. Poof. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, you know, that's and that's the thing with the red ink and all and the things that um, your state national status or being being sovereign. Um, D does and they want why they won't recognize it they're not even recognizing our constitution correct look at what they've done to the human so they they're not gonna they're not gonna recognize this stuff at this point in time but that's why the beauty of this what james and alphonse and so forth are doing it's combining both worlds and we're combining the elements of um common law that are being recognized in the legal world yeah together yeah. and and they can't argue with that because that's true that there so so um i have state you just mentioned you, you just mentioned that the court clerk recognized your seal that's great if you can file paperwork and the court clerk will take it do it um i've heard of stories where they won't so i'm not saying that you shouldn't try I'll tell you that with this this pending litigation that we have, um, when I filed the, the amended complaint, um, first of all, I took out the word complaint and changed it to claim. So it's no longer an amended complaint, it's amended claim. I also took off the word plaintiff from all of us and put in claimants. We are claiming this. We are not plaintiffs of anything. So um, I filed that paperwork. The court clerk took it. It's it's now part of the case, and uh, we've we, we're we're moving right along. So there is a way that you can move this claim according to the rules of common law, as is our Seventh Amendment guaranteed rights. Uh, you just have to be very careful about how you do it. Um, 
And, and that's what I'm hoping to, to share with everybody. So I'll do the best I can with what I have. And then yeah, I'm always open to suggestions. I, 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 by no means, my wife will be the first one to tell you, I don't know everything because <laughs> it's true. I don't, um, you she know, tells me what I need to know. So <laughs> but the beauty of these, you know, these telegram chats and videos, I mean, we, we all have to get out there and share our knowledge, our collective knowledge. And we all have to be humble enough to say, wow, I didn't know that. That's great. I'm going to bring that element in and we're going to adjust. And when we all do that together as a society of human beings, that's when we win. It's all these mm -hmm. titles and levels that have been imposed on us that have created animosity for you've got a degree and you don't have a degree. And I've been Correct. doing a five year show. So we just need to come together as human beings and say this enough is enough in this world with this nonsense. How do we find our way to love and peace? And right now we're having to play their game, but as long as we continue to stand up and, and, and contribute, you know, like I have stayed is always here helping contributing with the knowledge that he's got or she, I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, it's what we all need to do. And I, and I implore anyone out there who has information and you don't think, Oh, I can't do a YouTube channel. Or I can't. Yes, you can do something. Do something yeah. if you feel like you have information that can be shared and, right. and not just posting on chats, but, but something somewhere, there's just not enough people out there doing it. I mean, you, you know, I'm, I'm reminded as we're sitting here talking, I'm reminding, I'm reminded of a couple of children's books that I really liked. Um, one is from, um, you know, that horrible racist, Dr. Seuss, you know, that guy, mm -hmm. He's a terrible racist. I can't believe people actually read his stuff anymore. Um, but the one that uh, remind the book that I, I think of is the one about the star-bellied sneeches. Yes. And we, we talk about how the star-bellied sneeches were the best sneeches because they had stars and then those who didn't have stars weren't and blah, 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 blah. And, and what was, what was he teaching there? He was, he was teaching that we're all different, Racism. but we, we, we have things in common. Right. Um, and that's what's been missing here. The other book that comes to mind is, is one, um, I think it's a little newer, but it's a book called You Are Special by Max Lucado. Um, and if you haven't heard that book, it's a great book because it talks about this this woodmaker. Um, I can't remember his name, but he he makes wooden people, and these wooden people go around and they give stickers to other other people, other wooden people that have done fabulous things. Some some of these wooden people had stickers all over them. Some of them didn't have any at all. Um, and really, the, the 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 moral of that story there too is that is that I am your creator and and I created you perfect. And you're perfect in every way, with or without stickers. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's what we need to get back to. Is, is listen, we're we are we are all we were all put here on this earth by our Creator. Um, we all have to find a way to coexist. And and I I for one I want nothing but the best for any of my neighbors that I live here close to, and then also my neighbors across the other side of the country. I want I want everybody to succeed. There's enough in this in this world for us all to be to be abundant, to be happy. What what happens though is when it's been hijacked by people with with nefarious mm -hmm. plans. Agreed. That's where we see the division. Mm -hmm. There is no unity in in dividing people, and, and that's because America has been that beacon and symbol of freedom in the world. It's absolutely true. If America falls, the world falls. Yeah, and and the greed uh, and the the division is being orchestrated from the top. We had uh, Amon Bundy on last week. And Ammon talked about um, they put him in jail illegally. He never got charged with a crime. And the, the poor guy spent two years. His son was six months old 
if I remember from the first time I met him, when he went into jail for two years. He couldn't see his family. Solitary confinement for 22 hours a day. And when he was allowed out in the common area, he said one of the things that he noticed was that as the race, races started mixing and mingling, playing ball or doing something, if the blacks and the whites played or the Hispanics, then the guards would give the whites an extra big scoop of mashed potatoes or two scoops mm -hmm. and start creating animosity yeah. and dividing. He said it was pretty amazing to see. And, you know, so many people just didn't see it, but it was really orchestrated in the prisons. And that's what's it, the summation was it's being orchestrated globally. Yeah. But it was a, it was something that he got to witness himself. Very interesting. But if we're smart enough to be aware of it, right. And no, like in the very beginning of this, we saw that it was an evil agenda. I mean, one of the things I posted every day until I got kicked off of Facebook, you know, with the, with the big colors in the background and the big block letters was united. We stand divided. We fall. Correct. Yeah. United we stand, divided we fall. Don't fall for it. Stop it. Right. And look what it's done. It went from color, from race to religion, to uh, uh, partisan, to now vaccination. Ooh. Oh, said there's, the word. That word. there's that word. Uh, the <laughs> Haitians to the Haitians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. So anyway, um, Yes, let's uh, let's all contribute. Think of a way, pray how you can contribute to getting the word out there and in a loving, um, constructive manner and just sharing your purpose, sharing what you know, and uh, even one person at a time, you know, one person yep. at a time. Yep. Remember yep. the old commercial, one, you tell two people and they tell two people and so on and so on. I don't know if anyone's old enough to remember that commercial, but... I remember that. The <laughs> But that's all it takes, person, person to person. Yep. So, all right. so we've got, um, be ye not a divider, yes, but now the Christ comes to divide. Mm -hmm. So, vaca means cow. I don't know what you mean by that. I don't either. And it's only spelled with one C, by the way. So, <laughs> I, interesting. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, any parting thoughts, James? We've got we're coming up on an hour. Um, no, just hang in there, guys. Um, things are going to get crazy. Um, the next couple of days, things are going to be very crazy. I mean, you guys have probably been following what's going on with the election audits. Um, there's there's stuff in uh, going on in Arizona right now. Um, some of you guys have been following Mike Lindell and his cyber symposium. There's going to be some big things dropping, so don't get distracted. There was news today that, that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is going to resign. I, I believe that's that was designed to, to deflect. Absolutely. Going on. So don't lose sight of the big picture because things are about, about to get crazy. Uh, from what I've heard, um, tomorrow supposedly sometime, and I don't know where it is where you guys live here in Utah, the emergency broadcast system is supposed to be tested, so don't uh, don't be alarmed when that happens. Just I'm on crazy times, guys. Crazy, crazy times we're living in. Just just be vigilant. Yep. And your ground. Um, be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. Correct. Be helpful. Correct. Loving. Yep. So we win. At the end of the day, we win. So we do. We have we have a, a beautiful heaven to go to. So no matter which way it goes, we win. Right. Yes. 
So. Yes, we do. Yeah. Hey. All right. Well, um, I think it's your turn to close us in a prayer. How does that sound? My turn again? I believe it is. Okay. I think so. So I'll, I'll, I'll close it out here. Okay. Father in heaven, we come before thee now, grateful for this opportunity we've had to meet as as thy sons and daughters and, and as brothers and sisters as we're going through this trial known as life. We're grateful for the continued blessings that thou bestows upon us. We're grateful for the continued direction that we see from thee and from thy divine purpose and thy, thy hand in all works. We ask thee, Father, bless us. Bless us with thy spirit. Bless us with, um, bless us with hope. Bless us with help. We have some trying times and some tough times coming ahead, and we will be the instruments in, in thy hands here on earth if thou wilt if thou wilt have us and if it be thy if it be thy will. And we we earnestly pray and we plead with thee that thou wilt continue to to show miracles so that this great nation may once again be a great nation and it can be that that beacon for freedom for all of thy children here on earth. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. Well, blessings out there to all of you. Um, have a wonderful day. Like James said, you know, be aware of your surroundings. Be vigilant. Be happy. Be loving. And uh, be blessed, everybody. Until Thank next time, uh, we'll see you. We'll let you know when we're going to do um, step six. Step six it is, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, uh, and and we'll take it from there. All Thanks. right, one and all, have a good day. We'll see you. Bye-bye.